Welcome to What Won't She Say, a woman-centered podcast. I'm your host, Sonia Mastic. Stick around for the season to be inspired by amazing women who bravely delve into the stories of their lives, giving hope and inspiration to others. Together, we will explore such a wide array of topics that you will be asking yourself, what won't you say? Okay, welcome back to another Ted Lasso recap. I am here with the lovely, the delightful, the insightful, the brilliant Sarah Zimmerman. Wow. Yeah. Hello, you just made my day. Uh, this is Believe It in Biscuits, and we are reviewing episode number 10, International Break from the third and final Ted Lasso season. Uh, I love the episode. So we're here <laughs> and we're surviving today and we're talking about Ted Lasso, which generally puts us in a chipper mood. Okay, so this episode, your general impression? <sighs> it was delightful. It was because even the stuff that was icky were exactly what we, we predicted. Mm. You know, so like the idea of Jack pulling funding, like, of course, it's a great what the fuck moment. And we knew it was going to happen once there was no relationship there. Um, but also like lots of touching moments, lots of res- lots of resolution. And mm-hmm. after the week I've had, that was much, much needed salve for the week mm-hmm. of whether it resolves kind of in a bad way or a good way, there was at least an answer and a finality. Mm-hmm. So you needed that kind of close. Yeah. What about you? I found this episode very frustrating. <gasps> I did not love this episode, actually. Oh, tell me why. Uh, okay. So again, my beef is with editing. So I feel like this could have been tighter and it totally. would have been funnier and more impactful. You know, yeah, and I, I um, feel like they're spending a lot of time on either like characters or ideas that they find amusing that aren't really advancing our understanding of the core characters. I agree. Um, I've been complaining all season about this. Yeah. So, so there were definitely, I mean, I some fantastic bits in this episode. Um, but I, I have, I have, I have notes. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So do I. So let's, let's go through some of the, if you would want at first, we can go through some of your favorite jokes. Give give me a couple of yes. those. Oh God. There's so many funny. Uh, okay. So the Danny and Van Damme um, stuff, like where mm-hmm. they're, so, so this is international break. So the characters are going off to their own countries. So Danny for Mexico and Van Damme for uh, Canada. And I just thought that was the whole thing was brilliant. So Danny's usually the most cheerful, supportive, wonderful, you know, human being. And when he's playing for his home country, he is a vicious rival of anyone who dares face Mexico. So he and Van Damme, so, I mean, just so fucking funny. And, and so when they, when Van Damme first gets like a sense that something's off when in the locker room, when, you know, they're named for their con- support of their countries. We are not bros. You are my enemy now. You are my enemy. <laughs> and then the Spanish that he says there, that he like mumbles to himself, yeah. I translated and he says, son of a bald mother. <laughs> he says, you will suffer the consequences of the clown dude, basically, which is it's like wow. a, span- a phrase that means like, you know, it like, you know, the payback's coming, you know, or like, buy, you know, brace yourself kind of thing. So and then on the scene with <laughs> he offers some chips, you know, he's just being friendly. And then Danny crumbles them and like, yeah, it just it slowly drops them in his hand. All oh, crushed. my God. <laughs> I was eating up all of that. I thought so that was time well spent because it was just hilarious and just fun, you know, just fun. I like that. So that's one of my funniest. What's one of your funniest? 
uh, I love when um, Rebecca's trying to talk to Ted and, and she says, Ted, I mean this in the nicest way, but you suck at girl tech. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, I don't. Um, and then Higgins walks in and he use, he talks about like um, the Akufu League and he says, you know, I, I've heard some scuttlebutt. And my favorite line is, um, is Ted says, I don't like gossip, but my butt, my butt don't mind a little scuttle. <laughs> so that was the whole exchange of the three of them Such going through Ted. that. Yeah. Yeah. And Chet yeah. being there, and yeah, that whole thing was adorable. Yeah. Um, I just am liking the Jade character more and more, and yeah. her just like affectless, hilarious, dry delivery just kills me. So, you know, he says, "Am I?" In-? So Nate. So the, the big news this episode is that Nate is no longer with West Ham, right? And we're not sure exactly what happened, but we find out short quickly that he quit, um, which is gorgeous. I think that's mm-hmm. a, that's a really good move. Um, so he says, am I, so now he's like mourning, you know, he's grieving this whole, like, it's like a breakup, you know? And he says, am I I an idiot? And she says, sometimes yes. And then she (laughs) laid a very solid Polish joke and like, and just like lets him be uncomfortable and him not sure if she's teasing or not. I just, oh God, I love her. Yeah, I agree. That was very good. Uh, my next one was, um, there's so many, but I'll just, I'll whittle it down to the three. Um, when Rebecca goes into Higgins' office to have girl talk again. Yes. And Higgins, like, uh, you know, was, you know, Keely available? Your mom available? She's like, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, all right, let's do this shit. And yeah. uh, and then he gives the, the analogy of Willy, Wong- oh, like the, of Willy Wonka. Oh, my God. And he's like, I hate to break it to you, but those children are dead. <laughs> those children are dead. This is a very creepy story. It's so much darker than you realize. Oh, God. And then, yeah, so she's debating if she wants to go join this, like, you know, uh the lead of impossible gentlemen yeah. you know, the, the, like, you know all these, these high-end teams rich billionaire guys getting together she's debating if she wants to join that or not rupert has invited her and he's like okay but if anybody starts <laughs> missing because they're you know <laughs> making some uh moral decisions that are questionable or whatever just like willy wonk yeah yeah God, yeah it was so funny yeah so funny um one of my favorite scenes didn't have any words. Uh, it was just pitch perfect music to it when Roy came in with his tie dye shirt oh. and Ted and Beard and then Trent all kind of joined together to you know yeah. with raised eyebrows and questions about the colorful Roy. Just beautiful. Just that whole sequence was just like perfectly choreographed and and uh, soundtrack. A little that. So my last, uh, well, there's uh, my last joke, and then I'll do a scene. Was um, the Canadian announcer? Oh my gosh! I apologize for the harsh language. Yeah, <laughs> I love that one. Uh, <laughs> I love that too. Yep. Especially being somebody from Michigan and having a lot of exposure to Canadians, it was yes. right on point. It was so beautiful, yep. and that's yep. what makes Canadians so damn lovely. But I love the scene when the uh, so the the akufu league meeting where they all the all the club owners get together and right away he asked the russian league owner to leave and the whole thing with the push pole of the door yeah, and it just cute. went on and on and on it wasn't too yeah. long i thought it was so funny no, like I agree. It, it push and push he's like you have to pull you have to pull you have, over yeah. and over no that was a moment worth keeping too i agree with that that was the kind of like um the family guy where you know when peter falls and he's like yeah <laughs> it was that sort of moment yeah. like you know sustained so you you like stop laughing and then you start laughing again it was like that yeah or he's, or he's fighting the chicken right it yeah, just goes exactly. on and on and on, and on. <laughs> um another character with just the best dry delivery is is barbara oh great so she's so they're packing up kiki's office or um keely's office because you know the 
uh, venture capitalist Jack has and they've closed it down and um she's wearing a totally head-to-toe outfit juicy outfit <laughs> like juicy written across her ass and stuff and and Keely says nice outfit she's like I like clothes that tell the truth <laughs> right, that's it so dry. Just, just like that <laughs> and then they move on it's just oh I love it so moving on to some tender moments um uh-huh. I will say uh there's a, a 50,000 of them that I really liked but um I loved the Jamie and Roy uncle's day party. Me too. Yeah. It was just so incredibly cute. And and his gift and that Roy doesn't say that it's shit, even though he wants to, you know? And so Jamie's like, I fucking love it. You know, (laughs) he's just, he's like, also probably does love it, but also he knows Roy hates it. And so, but you know, but that he, you know, he shows up with a gift for him and everything. It was just like a very sweet moment to me. Very sweet. And also that very funny, which, you know, the, the show just does such a good job of, left foot tender right foot sweet you know as they walk through everything i mean it's just it's just so beautifully you know woven um jamie's faces are just giving me life like i feel like this actor just gets stronger and stronger and the character gets more real i feel like he's you know if anybody if i think that like whatever's happening to afc richmond right now i think jamie's just like hanging out doing his thing like i think he like is a real person who lives there like i'm convinced you know like he's so fully embodied and i just i yeah i love that um, he's also just, you know, I think having gotten second chances, um, he's so redeemed. I mean, he's just, he's such a good, he's becoming such a good full person. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's wearing Danny's Jersey in support because Danny didn't yeah. get asked, you know, Danny got, um, of course, uh, um, not invited to the Nigerian, um, team intentionally yeah because the kofu paid $2 million yeah, to, to make 20, sure he didn't yeah. get, or yeah, 20 million to make sure he didn't get paid. Yeah yeah um so yeah so i think just just yeah jamie just being so tender and sweet and taking time with sam and just making sure that he feels seen and i just very cool yeah that was one of my tender moments what about what else you got i love that one um i don't think there's a woman alive that cannot really identify with the scene with rebecca in front of the mirror and the reflection is a little girl and she keeps doing that pose until it's a woman yeah i i actually cried a little watching that scene it was very warming but so that was one of my favorite moments of the entire episode it was beautiful i agree with that um i liked how they used the children in this one the the callback to um you know you're raising yourself right like these these are you're raising yourself and then um higgins i think it was told her to look at them as little boys scared little mm-hmm. boys in the meeting so she was able to do that too so we saw you know some of the the reflections of who they've been and who they could be could have been and where they are now and yeah hers is just very powerful i feel like this season is rebecca's our lead and she's our yeah. protagonist you know what i mean yeah. like i feel like this is the rebecca show and i'm mostly very okay with that you know yeah um what about you the Juno at the bar, her, first of all, not Juno, Keely at the bar, Juno Temple is fucking acting yeah. in this yeah. in this episode. She is very, I'm, I've always loved her, but there's a lot of range here, you know? Um, so she and May together, I thought their conversation was really sweet and cool. Really? I, I love that too. Like, uh, you know, she talks about the lightning. Yeah. And the, when May leans in and she's like, so, you know, um, is that good or bad? It all depends on if you know how, you know, if you know what to do with it, the yep. lightning strike, you know, I thought that was very fascinating, but yeah, I agree. That was a very, that was a very tender moment for sure. Um, yeah. I will say there, I have a bunch of them, but um, the, 
the rom-com person in me really loved the Roy and Keeley moment, like mm. the romantic comedy sort of moment. Cause it was like, it was, um, it was contrived in points, but again, that's what rom-coms are. But I just like the fact that um, the way they edited it, she sort of leans forward and you assume that she went after him, but you don't really know. Cause I caught it mm-hmm. right when she was just moving. And the fact that, um, it was a very tender moment, but there was so much comedy in it. Like how small Roy wrote mm-hmm. the note. Like it's a giant card, blank card. And it's like a quarter of one page of that card. And then she makes mm-hmm. him read it because she can't either. She really can't read his writing anymore or she's making him go through that process yeah. of, of, you know, admitting that. And then again, like it kind of comes full circle when Rebecca comes and Keely and Rebecca are having a moment sort of making up in, in a sense. And then Roy shows up, you know, out of nowhere in her robe and stuff. And I, I both of those sort of tied in as as really cute moments the if i may get into some of my beefs now please yes (laughs) so keely's story i didn't think was told as well as it could have been for her i I feel like we under we didn't give her what she needed here um uh they they spent so much time in the first two seasons establishing her and roy as a couple and giving us so much time with the two of them and understanding keely is a very like um like healed vulnerable um you know kind of complicated interesting person mm-hmm. who can express herself and her needs and so so I, it was good to get into her head a little bit this episode with her you know grieving the end of her um business as far as she understands it and that kind of thing i wish we had seen either in this episode or previous more connection more reconnections with her and roy that why i don't know why she wasn't sharing what was going on with her business side of things with jack with either roy or rebecca or something like i'm not sure she's not usually been close to the vest and so i don't know if it was all embarrassment or or what but that seemed out of character to me and i wish she'd opened up some and also i don't i didn't feel like what he said in the note totally made sense to how we understand how things went down between them you know mm-hmm. like i agree like, did he how did he make her not feel like she was keely fucking jones how did he like i know she needed to hear that in that moment because this business was just falling apart and stuff but like what exactly did he do to her because it seems like from the outside since we didn't get any insight into how their breakup went down um and i thought we would i thought we'd get flashbacks or something yeah. i thought there'd be more um Again, because we were so invested in this care in this relationship and these characters, and then it's just been really just slim, you know, mm-hmm. little slices of it. Um, but it it seemed more like his insecurities, and he was kind of saying that, but not really. And since she had like no words back to him in this moment, and it was all just him, I, I didn't feel like we earned it. We didn't get there, you know. Like I I I really still wanted them stuck in an elevator together and have to just hammer it out and get you know and i didn't feel like it was earned and so so they slept together so they're back so that's presumably they're back together and all as well but i just i i don't it, it all of that cleaned up too nicely for the mess that we so carefully made in the last couple seasons you know yeah and then and then the other part of that is so when rebecca comes over and this is you know i've been saying this all along like keely doesn't have a lack of money in her life there's mm-hmm. money <laughs> there's yeah. they're, they're tripping on money here right so that's not an obstacle so the you know the venture capitalist pulls out 
Rebecca, you know, very casually is like, here's the money, no problem. Well, that is just too, that's too clean and easy. Right. So, so they just packed up the office. Now they're unpacking the office. Like, I, I wish they had, I, and this might still happen. I wish Keely had said, look, look, it's going to be a loan. It's going to be short term. It's going to be less than I had in the first place. I don't need this giant office with a bunch of employees. I'm going to start simple in my house. I would love to see Barbara who comes back. I would love to see Barbara using Keely's funny, puffy pens, you know, it's mm-hmm. struggling with like Keely's, you know, extravagantly pink life. Like all of that would be really cool contrast, right? We don't need to see Keely. I'd love to see the KGPR neon sign in Keely's front window. Keep it small and simple. Start small and simple with her and Roy. Like get us just, just Listen, get us back in small, intimate conversations and moments. You know, I get what you're saying, but this is what I've been saying the entire season. They wasted so much time with Zaba. They wasted so much time with all these other things. They don't have time to do that. They don't have time to sort of to like they have to have now this. And this is what I was saying about a lot of this writing was lazy. They have to do these lazy things now because they can't develop any. They what? Two more episodes, four more episodes. Where are we at two, here? Two more. Two. So two episodes to tie everything up now. And I will say, though, I don't think that she's back together with Roy. And I think that's going to burn Roy. I think that's yeah. why they didn't have a conversation. She's vulnerable. She's in a weird spot. It's a rebound. It's a rebound. Yeah. So so it's like I, I think it's an assumption to say they're back together. I think yeah. it's an assumption to say they're not going to talk true. through stuff. I hope that I hope um, you're right. Yeah. Because I don't think she's been that... drinking all day and, and grieving. You know, yes. she's in a bad spot. And yeah, I mean, I, I hope. I hope you're absolutely right that there's still a whole lot of reckoning to be had. That would be a lot more realistic and there'd be more roots to their relationship then. This just feels very like tenuous, you know, very, yeah. I mean, unless we're to assume that in their silences, they're both going, oh my God, you're my person. You make more sense to me than anybody else. Like that kind of stuff. But I, I don't know. Or they're implying that they talked off screen you know what i mean like they yeah they had conversation like she well, brought him in you know and, and to your point like we spent a lot of time watching sam richardson edwin Afuko being funny and ridiculous in this episode a lot and most of it i'm on board with and i understand why they want to include him in major uh plot points he's hilarious he's a great character he's a great actor like i get all that um but yeah we missed we missed a lot of stuff like they they well, just, they, they just kind of jump they're jumping us back into things you know with our main characters that we would have liked to see play out you know yeah for no reason and also to go to your editing point again like there are many things i loved about this episode but i didn't need 10 minutes of nate sleeping <laughs> i didn't like right. again i did like episodes. the back and forth between keely and nate both going through their grieving and stuff like yeah. that that was the, you know the depression stuff was was pretty cool uh, but yeah. Um, so what did you think of, so Nate kind of moves back in with his parents for a couple days, you know, just for comfort, which is adorable. I thought and very relatable, you know? Um, we, and it also shows that this was a house of comfort to him. Mm-hmm. It was, it, there was, there was peace there. And you always got that sense from his mom and his sister and stuff, you know? Um, so his dad watches him just in the worst wretched place of his life, you know? And eventually his dad reaches out to him and Nate apparently is a virtuoso on the violin and Nick Muhammad, the actor truly is. He played that. Um, So, so the dad basically says, 
I treated you the way I did kind of, it's sort of the immigrant story is what I understood from it is, you know, I thought I I didn't have these opportunities. So you, you do. And so I'm going to expect everything from you. And also you were always a genius and I didn't know what to do with that. And so I thought I should just drive you, drive you, drive you. And when you weren't Mm -hmm. showing up to all of the potential you had, I felt like it would be letting you down, not to just whip you into shape kind of thing. Is that how you read it? It is. And it, to me, I thought they brought a lot to um, Nate's character as far as really understanding the duality of nature of with his parents. Because one thing that I love that his mom met him where he was, kept leaving yes. food outside the door. She didn't make him interact. She didn't make him talk. She didn't make him come sit with right. the family. Like yep. she was just like, and that is a, um, that is not a coddling thing. That is a, like, I see you're hurting. This is a real thing. Uh, I'm going to meet you where you're at. I'm going to love you any way you'll allow me to love you right now and take the time and space you need to be loved the right way. And that is why she literally said my son came home like the prodigal son. I mean, she said those words. My son is home. You know, like she's just been waiting for him to come home to himself, basically. I think. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And then the reconciliation with his dad in that moment, uh, that's that was my third, like really like sort of tender moment um, because Jesus, of all the people that that deserve this, Nate deserves it. Like, I know he's been a shithead in some ways, but he's just a hurting guy doing hurting shitty things. This guy yeah. needed his dad to say, I'm I am so proud of you and I love you. And um, so I felt very like, you know, weepy during that scene. And again, yeah. like the way his mom showed up for him and how very different the parents were. And then they have the moment where they're playing cards and they're all laughing yeah. and enjoying yeah. each other. Um, again, there's not there's two episodes left to wrap up everybody's story right which is not enough time and so i'm glad that they they at least tidied that up so i uh, everybody was saying that nick that nate needed a confrontation with his dad to really like uh be a full adult and you know to to get his power back and that kind of thing i think he had it with rupert mm-hmm. and and i actually am very fine with the fact that he and his dad are going to have a softer gentler way to each other instead of a big man confrontation like Mm -hmm. i'm very cool with that um uh, some people are upset that we didn't get to see nate and rupert face off i'm not i I think i I think that was fine um i'm satisfied with rupert just losing once so rupert though (laughs) so so rupert invites rebecca onto my what the fuck moment i know exactly what you're gonna talk about (laughs) no please no please you go ahead well so I so Rupert's limping. Rupert looks sickly. Rupert looks mm-hmm. and I don't and there's a bunch of speculation online. Is it the actor or is it the character? You yeah. know, were they trying to mask the fact that he looks like he had a stroke or something? Or yeah. that, you know, something's really wrong with him? Or is this intentional to make him look smaller and older? Because they keep referencing, they keep talking about some health stuff and they keep, you know, and his wife keeps kind of poking fun and stuff, you know, so is so Rebecca basically sees him as a as who he was as a child she sees who she fell in love with you know it wasn't just money is kind of were established and there was some tenderness and love there and then also I think she sees him as just kind of this fallible you know uh I mean even Darth Vader who he's been this whole season yeah was really just a scared sad wounded little boy right and so we see some of that in this episode and I love also when he gets close to her and he's like cleaning some uh, that stuff out of her hair, mm-hmm. you know, the food, um, they really make him look very short next to her in that scene mm-hmm. where they've had them at a distance enough 
where they look even with her in heels like they might be closer to the same height or i think mm-hmm. maybe in some scenes they've had him on a box um you know mm-hmm. out of frame mm-hmm. but yeah they they purposely made him like he kept looking up to her like she was significantly taller and i but agree she's 100% continued to grow and blossom and he is kind of get getting his confidence yeah. sort of thing or very metaphoric learning. and again like the thing of him being humble the fact that he he pursued Nate and Nate quit Right. Like we really sort of saw him um, get cut down to size in, in many different Literally, ways. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that whole scene, the whole food fight that like that just took too long. It's and weird. Her, her speech was lovely, but I think a bit a over bit the top hallmarky yeah. PSA <laughs> trite, you know, like, yeah, just, just a little, like it got, it's getting a little preachy that, you know, that, that I think that that criti- criticism is, is valid, you know? Yeah. And it was like far more than what was needed for that moment. It was so over the top mm-hmm. and it just yeah. went on and on and on. Again, it's the thing of like really missing moments where I would be fine if we had another, we knew we had another season for them to spread right. their ways and expand and do these things. Cause you're like, whatever, we got plenty of time for these yeah. things to resolve. Well, and the idea of a super league and stuff like that, yeah. that it just keeps coming. Apparently that's a re- very real thing that keeps popping yeah. up in professional you know, football. And so, so like them bringing that up, um, only for Rebecca to learn these lessons and teach these lessons and be a leader and all that. Like, that's great. But they could have started that like four episodes ago and had to be a through line instead of trying to accomplish it all in one. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. just felt very abrupt and very kind of just a, a, a way to get us to Rebecca's speech. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I agree. Just, <laughs> so we're kind of going on in time here. So I'm going to do a prediction. Okay. And I believe that they're really this past episode lining this all up that Nate will take over with Roy and Jamie as the coaches mm-hmm. when, when Tad and Beard leave. Like that that's the feels like the most on the nose thing that's going to happen. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I agree with that. Um, so there needs to be some really, really intimate conversations between these big characters. There needs to be some face offs. We need to see some of that like soon, <laughs> you know? And I, but I, it's not been how it's been going the past few episodes so i don't know if you're going to get that satisfaction and that's uh, what I said at the beginning of the season is that they're going to have to really shortcut a lot of things because they're spending a lot of time on characters that have no significance to anything right. going on and you're like i have faith i have faith i'm like that's awesome but i think you're gonna get screwed with this particular aspect of it i still have faith i still think we have about two, two hours to get a lot done hours. I, I, I think we will um so they set so a new twist there's constant twist 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 um sam is being just completely fucked by edwin Foucault. he is obsessed yeah. with taking down the most lovable wonderful person in the world right yeah so if we follow the ted lasso way which i think sam showed up with that way he was he from birth he's known that way right um i think sam and his dad will approach edwin in a parlance mm. in, in some sort of and, and edwin will be reminded of family and and you know like goodness he'll 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 be brought back to his goodness i think no oh, i like that prediction that's a good resolution one has to happen with with sam um yeah that's pretty much and then i don't know te- a- the axes with beard do you think that was just a one-off or do you think there's something with beard's collection of 17 axes that might come back 
<laughs> I don't think so. There's been so many one-offs with Beard of like weird yeah, throwaway things true. that it could, it might not. But I will say that my prediction, other one too, is that Roy and Keeley do not end up together. Mm, because of how this whole thing has gone down and how it's been presented this whole season. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, there'll be a twist as who she ends up with. And I don't think it's, it's I don't think it's Jack or Roy. Um, I also wouldn't be shocked if Keeley like moved to the states with Ted, you know, or like like not not with Ted, but I mean, yeah, or like as a PR person changed, or something. Yeah, just just completely and totally change direction in her life. I think she'll I think she'll be by herself at the end. I think she'll redeem all of the storyline and choose herself. Yeah. So she's still as important as we thought she was. Yes, because this has made us wonder that you know. If, if that's if they're if they're sh- shrinking back from how they had originally kind of set her up like that but i mean think- listen she's human i get that and you know wants relationships and love and stuff like that but i think yeah i think she will probably not accept rebecca's money ultimately yeah i hope and, so and that or she- again in part in small part or we'll do some, yes. some version that's more hers um yeah and i also just like oh god the, okay one more real quick what the fuck thing Roy has had months, months to figure out this whole thing with Keely. And the fact that it took the teacher who he'd had a very brief flirting kind of yeah. thing with a moment with her to have such an aha moment. I hated that so much. I, that's my I what really the fuck moment too. Yep. The whole thing with how Roy came back to himself, to Keely, how like, I want to write a fanfic. About this. Right. this could have gone better, you know, it's so like cliche. That, Oh, it just didn't work. It just, yeah. And that's the thing is you're too smart for it to work. It's very, it's very trite. It's very cliche. It's very, uh, it, it dumbs down the brilliance of the characters. It it dumbs down the growth of Roy that they've been showing. Well, and if, if they had just broken up a week ago, sure. Yeah. But again, yes, what has happened? So, so if he was stuck and now he's not stuck, we've been seeing him getting unstuck all season, right? Supposedly. Mm-hmm. I feel like they haven't done enough with his character this season too. To that's the other thing. And so if, if Keely's been learning and growing this whole time, has he, has he earned his spot next to her again? You know, I don't know. We'll see. No, no. And that's the thing. It's like, it's that old cliche of like, I had to see what I didn't want to know what I did want. Wah, wah. Yeah, Thank you for that. Right, like, right. you know, yeah, that was also in my one of my what the fuck moments for sure was was that. Yeah. And I just I yeah, I don't see that. But I do also um, agree with you. That was a prediction, too, about Sam and his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, because why spend so much time on this character mm-hmm. yet again and mm-hmm. not have something like that come to, re- you know, t- to fruition? Yeah. Because. Uh, otherwise it's just the you know the third to the last ever episode and we spent right. like a quarter of the episode on it right yeah so there has to be something big with sam showing him and rebecca having a moment means there's something still going on there you know uh haven't referenced the guy from amsterdam again so if i had to predict and i said that rebecca ends up with somebody i think it's got to be sam like i yeah. you know um yeah again but we'll see i so here uh, let's real quick say they've built this world and all these characters that we care so much about that we're fighting about them on the internet. Like I, yeah. I just, yeah. you know, again, a, a big plug for how this has been written from the start that we can have little beefs with it and stuff and still absolutely be obsessed with my favorite day of the week is Tuesday by far. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And again, the thing that they spent a half an episode 
with the Amsterdam guy. I, I t- obviously I that episode. That I had that beef Rebecca. with that I know. I know. But still, she could have come to the place she is now in a lot of other ways or in a shorter way than in the last season taking up so much time and again i agree she is the character of the season but um so here's my question for you and we'll wrap up here okay is what is your prediction for ted besides obviously he goes back to the states i mean that only makes sense so ted and nate i think are each other's there's something there. They they have to have a big duel, a big face off. Um. Somehow, yeah. I mean, Ted's gonna go back to the states to take care of his kid and stuff, but we need to see that he has learned what he needs to. I was actually disappointed. Like, I, I wish they'd address substance use more in this season. I thought they were going to. Um, that they opened the episode with the jokes about wine and stuff. It was cute, but I mm-hmm. wish they were not as casual about alcohol because they've definitely shown yeah anyway i wish i got into that more i so i i'd like we have to be assuming that he's been getting therapy this whole time and is continuing to grow and stuff but i uh, i don't know i I, you know we got we haven't seen a whole lot of it yet you know yeah to bring dr sharon back and have her in you know two episodes for like 30 seconds again you know i like i said sort of says exactly what you're saying, which is they want us to at least assume that he's still getting some sort of psychotherapy. Yeah. 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 I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I'm excited to see, you know, it seems like hopefully everybody's kind of coming back together. I'd love, again, they just all need to be stuck in the same place together. There needs to be a earthquake, something that happens that they're yeah. all stuck in the locker room and they can't help but face off. Like they're just, uh, yeah that's that's my wish for them is that they all just have to have these conversations that are long overdue you know my prediction with ted is that they will show him going home he will land and michelle will be there waiting for him with the son and she mm-hmm. will say that she broke up with dr jake yeah and then it ends with like possibilities not that yeah they're together. i think the possibilities are very yeah. I, I love that yeah i mm-hmm. think that's very true i think they're either going to co-parent fabulously and he's a better version of himself coming back you know, mm-hmm. or or maybe there's a possibility of romance in the future or whatever. Yeah, I'm good uh, with that. And and beard 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 stays. stays. Yeah, he stays. He stays and marries Jane, and it's some weird ass wedding. And they're gonna show like a clip of it, and right. it'll be something like dragon will be the officiant, and you know <laughs> there'll be axe throwing and belly I would dancers. Not be at all surprised if the final episode is like two hours long. And that's what I was going to say earlier. Meet yeah. and greet with all the actors afterwards and the writers, and they're talking about like I, I'm, I'm expecting this to be a big grand old you know parade kind of thing. Yeah. So with that, anything else you want to add before we go? Um, the teaser for next episode. Did oh, you I, see that? Wa- I don't watch the teasers. Well, okay, so it just says um, it's so for episode 11, it's Mom City. An unanticipated guest has Ted on edge. When Richmond traveled to Manchester for a big match, Roy and Keeley become concerned about Jamie. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So we might have a new character. Ted's mom might show up. <laughs> or Ted's wife, Ted's ex-wife, the mom right. of his kids. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, with that, as always, comment below with any of your predictions and uh, anything, anything you think we got wrong. Tell us about it mm-hmm. or anything you think we got right. Really definitely tell us how you think it's going to end, how they're going to wrap it up. 
yeah. I, I'm curious to know, and I'm curious if any um, subtleties within the set or music or references that you guys all, that you uh, people all like out there. And sorry, I hate using the word you guys. I don't know why I just did There's, that. It's okay. There's so, <laughs> so much richness. And as I watch it more and more, I always pick up on, uh, you know, more of that. Yeah the, the, yeah. the layers of the intentional things in the set. And like you said, the music cues and that kind of stuff. It's awesome. All right. Well, with that, I think we're going to let oh. you go. Oh, can I make one more thing? Of course. If you're reading all the bitching about online, you know, there's a lot of articles mm. about how this season sucks and stuff. They ring very much to me like when a band comes out with a new album and everybody's like, oh, but it doesn't sound like their old stuff. Mm. It's not supposed to. There should be evolution and stuff. Right. Mm. So I think in retrospect, there will not be hate on this season as there has been. There's there's, you know, certainly room for critique, but. I think it's all going to, I still swear it's going to all make sense in the end and we're all going to love it very much. All right. My final prediction is I think in retrospect, Sarah's going to be dreadfully disappointed after the last episode and we will come back after the last episode is their final wrap up yep. and talk about that and, and let, let us know. But I, I, I do not have as much faith as Sarah. It's a brilliant show and I love it. And I again, so much faith. I agree with you that, that it's so good that even though we have bones to pick with it every week that we, love it so much we're doing a podcast on it but um i think you will be woefully woefully nope. let down even if he just like wakes up and it's all a dream i'm good i'm on board i, I will burn everything burn down, down. I, know, I will I burn it down village comes down wrong. <laughs> all right with that right. we'll let you go bye-bye bye, -bye. Thank you for listening to What Won't She Say. You can find us at whatwontshesay.com, on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere else that you like to find your podcasts.